Hi, this is again Volleyball Explained podcast, an hour edition about the Italian league. Uh, today, uh, our team is Ronnie and me. Nicola is uh, uh, busy, so uh, he's not able to join us. But uh, uh, traditionally, we talk about the Italian league. The playoffs started. Of course, today, our two different topics than the Italian league will be, of course, the Champions League, uh, Champions league semi-final. And also uh, the Olympic qualifiers, uh, we have the draw for the Olympic qualifiers for Paris uh, to 2024. So we are going also to comment on that. Uh, but uh, firstly, of course, our main topic as usual is the Italian uh, league and the playoffs that started uh, some time ago. Uh, we have uh, three matches played in each um, in each pair of uh, quarterfinals. And the most interesting part for now is that there is no uh, quarterfinal uh, that ended. So all, all matches, uh, uh, all quarterfinals are two wins against one for the other side. And uh, probably here is the moment to show the, uh, to show the graphics of Nikola. Now, these graphics are prepared by Nicole. So, Ronnie, uh, first of all, some overall comments, if you want, uh, about the quarterfinals. Uh. Well, uh, there has been a, a interesting series all, all over for the quarterfinals. Uh, even especially that, that one uh, with the Milano and Perugia, uh, I didn't thought that Milano will gonna win even a set, but uh, they stepped out and they were close uh, in the last game to win again two sets. Uh, Perugia reacted in the second and they were able to to win it after all. Um, uh, yeah, very interesting series in Civitanova versus Verovole. Um, uh, sorry, uh, Verona and Verovole uh, Monza uh, taking advantage of that virus that get uh, Trentino in the second in the second match, and of course Modena versus Perugia, uh, the most interesting quarterfinal series of them all so uh yeah because the uh, i see this i say this because uh it's the quarterfinal with most stars playing in it so uh you have olympic champion you have uh uh you know uh, people that have won uh, meaningful things olympic so, champions yeah so uh yeah uh let's see what we're gonna discuss uh in in the in the next few few minutes. Okay, uh, we'll do it. Of course, uh, uh, quarterfinal per quarterfinal. Let's start with Perugia Milano uh, because Milano won the second match three two, won sets in both first and the third match. Uh, the the fourth match is during the weekend. But uh, do you think that the peak of Perugia has passed because? It's it's visible for anyone that they are not playing the level they played before. And of course, you you have to understand this is a team that was undefeated all season long, and they felt the pressure when they 
got their first defeat versus uh, Piacenza in Coppa Italia. So after that, it has been a team that uh, uh, has uh, his lows and, and highs like, uh, like everybody else. Of course, they still have uh, the players to win, win it uh, like Serie A and uh, Champions League, but it will be very close. Uh, thankfully, uh, like uh, all the years, uh, the playoffs are played in a, in a very uh, the best of five format, you know, so they have time to change their mentality uh, in the next game. It's not easy to beat this Perugia by any means. Uh, imagine doing doing it three times. Uh, it's almost impossible. But you know, it is possible now because we are in the in the last part part of the season. Players are tired, even if they change his team uh, in every match. They they feel the 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 heavy of the the entire season on their backs and yeah that's something that you have to keep in in in, in consideration uh for example herrera is a a Cuban opposite that doesn't play often he was playing like two or three times in the in in a month but now uh, anastasi have given have given uh the opportunity to start in the in the old three games of the series, he only could do something in the first one. The second and this last one was very 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 bad. And I seen this, and I'm a Cuban, but I know that it is not easy to any player to step up and doing well, especially this part of the season. Uh, but well, Milano has been. Uh, a strong team blocking, especially Piano. He has been very well in, in the in the game two and now game three. And of course, Ishikawa, uh, even with his size, uh, has been delivering good performance. Uh, yeah, the only problem with this team of Milano is that they never really, you know, get to connect well that uh, diagonal uh, between Porro and Patri. And it has been a problem the entire season. So let's see what we're gonna uh, find in the in in Sunday. So yeah, yeah. And uh, some words for me. I, I didn't watch the first and the and the third match. However, uh, Milano won sets in both matches, so it was not a uh, whitewash. And in the second match, I watched pretty much all the match. Uh, I would like just to mention that for me, Perugia looked too confident. There were, in some in some way, they were not believing that they can lose this match, and they were very very coxy of they they are going to win, uh, and they didn't uh, at the end. So uh, Milano uh, equalized the series, and uh, I won't be surprised if they can do it again. However, of course, Perugia still. Uh, is the biggest uh, the, the 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 favorite to, to to end it even on Sunday? Uh, second quarterfinal, Trento against uh, Monza. Here the situation for me is a little bit um, different because uh, 
In the second match, Trento was missing some of their best players, Micheletto, Lavia, and um, and Podraschanin, I believe. And uh, Lissinac was not uh, fully ready to to, to go. So uh, Monza won this second match. And of course, Trento... Uh, okay, they lost the first set, but then they, they ended up very, very easily in the other three sets. So... Again, Matej uh, Kaziski was the um, uh, MVP. Well, uh, what what can I say about Matej that that hasn't been said already? He's a titleless uh, fighter uh, with his age. Most of the guys who play in their time are already retired. Others not playing at a high level. But he's still committing uh, to to get this team of Trentino at least to the semifinals. And that's what he's been doing all, all the season. It has been a good season for Micheletto after uh, he won the world championship. Neither La Villa, but uh, Matei has been that key player that they they need, even in the, in the, in the hardest moment, like they lost both in the World Cup Championship and Coppa Italia finals. But you know it is uh, what it is. I I didn't follow much to watch this series because you know there is no Cuban involved, at least no Cuban that I'm interested in. So, uh, but yeah, I I knew that it's gonna be it it isn't it sorry it isn't gonna be a a, a sweep, uh, and and there is uh, Trentino he's uh, encountering too many problems to beat uh, this team of Monza. Um, now that people are saying that Matei maybe is going to leave Trentino to play in Milano, uh, will be interesting. See if he can uh, close the series uh, next Sunday in in his new city. Let's see. But uh, uh, after that, I don't see any 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 problems of why. Trentino can, uh, can cannot close the series the next Sunday. And here you go. The stats of Matej Kaczynski, 21 points, four blocks, four aces, five aces, sorry. A little bit uh, low in attack, but it doesn't matter. He was the best player. Yeah. Uh, by the way, let's mention here that the prediction of Nicole for this uh, quarterfinal was either Trento in three or Trento in five. So according to his prediction, Monza will win the next match. And this is pretty interesting for me. Uh, let's see what is going to happen there. Uh, but uh, probably now is the moment to continue with the next match. And uh, Civitanova Lube uh, against Verona. Here we have a clash with you because you cheer more for Lube and I cheer more for Verona for different pretty obvious reasons of course but I I would say three very very curious matches three very interesting matches uh, in different ways. The first match Verona won 3-0 but in any of the sets, in all sets in all sets Civitanova had the lead with 
24-23. So they have set pointed all sets and they lost all sets. In the second match, Chivitanova was leading two sets to one and uh, I believe 12-7 to seven in the fourth. Verona was able to turn it around and won in a tiebreak. So they were leading 2-0. And in the last match, home match for Chivitanova, for Lube, a sweep, 3-0, amazing match of uh, Alex Nikov, who, who played more or less as a uh, opposite, not as an outside hitter as usual in most of the rotations. Uh, and uh, we will show a little bit uh, in, in, in some minutes, uh, minutes uh, the stats of Alex. But what do you think here? Because very even... Fourth team against the fifth team in the in the regular season. Uh, Verona was having their, I believe, nine nine matches in a row won, and they eventually lost uh, the last match. Uh, Chivitanova won three zero. What do you think here? Well, uh, first of all, you have to give some credit to Verona because, uh, uh, especially Keita, who has been uh, sectioned really well. Uh, in his first season in Italy, um, he has been the key player of this uh, Verona team. If the last year was Mosic, this year is Keita. And of course, you never have to rule it out of the equation, Martin, Maxim Sapochko. Of course, they are the trio of uh, uh, big har- uh, arms of this uh, Perugia, uh, sorry, is Verona team coached by Radostin Stoichev. Uh, I think uh, it is pretty open now that uh, Lube uh, tastes the, the, the blood of the rivals. I think it will be very close this Sunday. And eventually, if Lube won, uh, everything can happen. Of course, I don't rule out yet this Lube Chimitanova team. Even if they have been struggling all this season because some of the younger players like Gabby or Marlon Jan hasn't performed very well. Uh, Botolo is another player that I don't think belong to, to this uh, organization, but they hired because the foreigner problem. Uh, but yeah, um, very, very, very good uh, match. Uh, for uh, Alex Nikolov, he has been uh, outstanding for his, for being his uh, first season in Italy, especially in service. Uh, the the boy has a good um, good shoulder. I don't know uh, <laughs> where he he get that. Must be his father, of course. <laughs> Was another good player of Bulgaria, but uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Alex can surpass him. In the next season, uh, because you know, uh, uh, Blado has uh, a good uh, a good temper and a good mindset in in every game, uh, but he lacked that uh, greatness that his sons clearly has. So uh, I think he can be the the next uh, Bulgarian star for the for the next uh, years. He also fluent in Italian. I think that I, I didn't thought that uh, that he was. But uh, when I saw his interview uh, after the game, 
I was uh, really surprised by how fluent he is. So uh, maybe he grow up in Italy the first year of his uh, life and then move to Bulgaria. I don't know well the history, but uh, even with that, I think uh, uh, Lube still has he still has chances to win this series. Uh, maybe let's see because in the second game, as you mentioned. They, they 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 should have won, but there is no should or maybe in sports. You need to win, and that's it. I don't like when people say, well, those guys deserve to win because they create the most opportunities. No, nobody deserves nothing. You just won, you go there and won, and that's it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let, let, let's see how it goes. Uh, firstly, uh, Blengini said after the match that they eventually found their their player who needs who who, ha who have to score at the end of the, of the sets, and uh, probably they mean uh, Alexander. That's very interesting because we should we should remind uh, that uh, he's only 19 still. Uh, he will, he will be 20 at the end of the year. Uh, secondly. The match that uh, Alex played is a match that is happening to a, to any player, including your Fredo Leon or player like him and Juan uh, Leao and whatever, uh, probably once a season because to have 84% not successful yeah. but efficiency is absolutely <laughs> monstrous yeah. for, for, an for an outside hitter. And thirdly, I found here a mistake by Nicola because he has wrote that he has four blocks for Muri, Quattro Muri, but it's not blocks, it's uh, it's aces. So 20, okay. 21 attacks and four aces for Alexander Nikov in this match. Not well, uh, this is, a, of course, this is a performance of a lifetime, you know, because it is very difficult to... Uh, receive like what uh, 27 28 balls and score 28 points uh, 25 points uh or, or sorry uh, it was like 24 balls and 21 attack okay um maybe and i won't say much because i want this kid success but maybe because teams were not like prepared for this kind of rotation uh, being him in position two as a opposite, they didn't have any info of him when he was spiking in that in at that particular uh, position. You no, know? something yeah. similar happened. Uh, you know, do remember uh, discussing this after um, Romano uh, helped Italy to win the European Championship? You clearly mentioned that maybe because the thing has enough information of thing like an opposite this could happen and yeah of course um his first season besides that his first season has been really really good um uh it's a shame that he cannot uh he cannot pass very well because it will be a good uh addition to he and Jant playing together. Uh, but the times that they have been good, Lube has won. So, for example, 
Maybe Jan didn't have his uh, best game uh, in this season so far, but for example, this game, he had like 15 points, four aces and three blocks. That give you something. The the game in the in the attack wasn't so uh, well, but you know, giving that uh, ser pressure to a team like Lube, that have uh, players that can perform well uh, behind the nine meter line, is uh, is something. You know, so uh, uh, that's why today. Um, uh, Luke, Jan, and Nikolov both have four aces, eight aces in total. So uh, that's something. And Lube needs to keep pressuring from the serves if they have to, if they have, uh, if they have to, sorry, if they want to have a chance in the series. That's it. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's uh, just add that uh, the the fourth match between Verona and Chivitanova are is uh, scheduled for sa Saturday. The only match that will be played on Saturday on the first of April. That's no joke. And uh, and let's go to the to the last quarterfinal uh, between Morona and Perugia. You qualified it uh, as the as the most, inter most interesting one due to the players, due to the, the teams fighting. Uh, Modena had the, the possibility to end it uh, at home because they won the first match, they won the second match in a tiebreak and they were uh, they had the chance to do it uh, at home. But Piacenza uh, answered uh, in a very good fashion. So the, match, uh, the, the fourth match will be again uh, at, um, at Piacenza. Uh, home hall. So, uh, what do you think here? And do you think that Piacenza can uh, can do a f uh, full repairment and uh, and uh, get to the um, to the semis? Well, uh, nothing is impossible, uh, Bogdan. I think um, uh, Modena has the same chances than Piacenza to win the series. At this point, uh, they are they they only need one game. Yes, they were really bad uh, uh, in the last one, but you know uh, they were facing the Coppa the Coppa Italia champions, and a team that I think it it should have won the second game, especially the second game. Piacenza uh, has been struggling all the year. They they are like the Modena last year and the Trentino the after uh, before that that year, uh, but. They at least won something, you know. That Coppa Italia title uh, was uh, really good for them, and I thought after that they will get better. But after that Coppa Italia, they lose two games in a row. Even they lose the the chance of playing for a European title, the CVB Cup. Uh, they lost versus Roeselare, that by any means is is a better team than than Piacenza, but. You know, you win in the court and you lose in the court. And so uh, they let uh, this Belgian team beat them in, in their home, 3-0. I'm always expecting that in Piacenza, they will get him. That happened with, uh, with um, Montpellier, but didn't happen uh, with Rosellare. So uh, it was a, a tragic uh, defeat. Uh, I think that uh, caused uh, cause, uh, a lot of trouble after uh, after that. 
and at the beginning of the playoff, but I think they are ready to come back to home and uh, level the series. It will be a close match. I, I can I can feel it. So uh, this was the first match between those those teams that didn't end in a tie break. I know a lot of players are already tired, like Simon, who have been struggling all the season with his back. In fact, rumors are saying that may, uh, he may be skipped the VNL, uh, and this could be a, a very important loss for Cuban national team because we. It's not what Simon can produce. His his mere presence in the in the bench or in the court that gives those guys motivation. So uh, let let let's see what happens. For now, I think uh, Piacenza is in very good uh, spot to. Uh, tie the series next Sunday? Um, in my opinion, firstly, Piacenza is very hesitant in reception and that's the reason for them to be hesitant at all for me. Because Lau and uh, Lucarelli are for sure not the best receivers. Hmm. Uh, okay, most of the time they are decent, but nothing more. And uh, Scanferua could be a very great liberal in the future, but he's not still this uh, this class to compensate the... Probably he can compensate the weakness of one of the outside hitters, but not both of them. Uh, in reverse, uh, I believe that Modena is much more stable in this element. Uh, however, they are not stable that, that stable in, in attack, and we, we know the complexities that uh, Ngapet have time to tough, even though he's a magician in, in different... Uh, in different situations, so uh, so we expected uh, an even uh, an even quarterfinal, an even series. Actually, I I, I predicted a Piacenza a Piacenza getting to the semis in four, but uh, it's not going to happen. Probably they could do it at five. Probably not. I don't I don't know. We'll see. But but my my wishes for this uh, quarterfinal series to end in five. Uh, Matches because this is going to be a blockbuster. The fifth, uh, the fifth match in Palapanini. It will be great. Okay, uh, probably we can uh, we can end with uh, with the um, uh, quarterfinals in Italy with uh, with this. Uh, I don't. I, I won't ask you for uh, predictions because we. we you, well, it's it's uh, it's uh, probably. Uh, Okay, let's go. Then, uh, what what do you think? What will go and what we are going to have in the in the semis? Well, in the semis, I think Perugia will uh, close the series next Sunday three one. Uh, Leon will be back. I will not. Uh, I will not admire if the game ends three uh, zero. Next next game it will be close, but I think Lube will win in tiebreak. Uh, Trentino Monza, I think Trentino will win 3 uh, 1, uh, maybe 3 2, but I think the series will end next Sunday. And of course, this game Modena versus Piacenza, I will say that it will end in tie break. I don't know, I don't want to say the, the who, we, who will gonna win, but I think we will have another tie break, so uh, yeah. Uh, but, so, but do you think do you think that Civitanova and uh, 
Chivitanova win, win, can, can win and they they should win uh, because I think I don't want to say uh, absolute, but I think I sense a moment a momentum shift in this in this series after the after the the first uh, game. So uh, I know I don't know if Verona can hold uh, what is going to happen uh, next uh, Sunday. Uh, so, sorry, Saturday, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Lube can level the series. Piacenza, on the other hand, have uh, in front of them uh, an experienced team with experienced players. So I don't think the third third game uh, victory will be enough to shake them. So uh, that's why I think it will be close. Okay. Um... By the way, I agree with you about about uh, Lube and Verona because uh, Lube are playing better and better in in in, in every and every match since the first. In the in the first match, they they made over thirty mistakes. Uh, in the second match, they were on the verge of winning. They didn't, but but still they played better than the first match. And and the third match is uh, without comment because they just. Uh, Annihilated Verona in this match with the the best performance of his career so far of uh, of uh, Alex Nikov. Uh, okay, next topic: Champions League semis. Firstly, men. Mm-hmm. We have the champions from the last two editions of the uh, of the Champions League. Uh, Zaxa. Kenjijin Kozle and Perugia in the first semi-final and uh, Haugbank against Jazebski Wengel in the same in the second semi-final. Let's mention here that uh, Haugbank uh, defeated Lube and uh, uh, yeah. Zaxa defeated Trento in a third time in a row. Actually, for the for the. Uh, uh, tell me, t- sorry, I was. Uh... Yeah. Um, what What do you think? Because we lost two of the Italian teams uh, in the process. Uh, we'll still have the, the champions from uh, Poland, Zaxa. We have another Polish team. We have also a Turkish team with Nimir Abdelaziz uh, as an opposite. What do you think here? And do you think that Zaxa can win it for? Third time in a row. That means uh, beating Perugia in, in two matches. Well, if they do that, I will declare a fan of this team because <laughs> I think uh, in the last previous uh, edition, without taking any credit, they were a little bit uh, um, like uh, lucky, you know, because when you win a, a series in golden set, it is a 50-50. So, yeah, they, they had it. Uh, last season wasn't too hard because of the exit of the of the um, Russian teams. And, of course, uh, Lube lose again in quarterfinals that's have been the the course of this team uh this time how bank ankara did they um their um, did their job and uh won again in golden set 
but Lube should have like uh, one in in Ankara to avoid this situation, but because they didn't, I uh, I don't think they will be able, of course, to beat GW playing bat like they are doing uh, recently. Uh, but, uh, JW seems sounds very very good thing <laughs> because because Yazjebski is very hard to pronounce. So yeah, JW but, is very yeah, good. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, I I know the first person that 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 talks like that. You know, JW Jamczewski, uh, something like that. We go. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, uh, Koshle have this. Uh, we will be. We will have a hard time this this year to to uh, conquer again the Champions League. They have been proof in the last uh, Champions League edition that there is no hard team for them. But you know they will they will be facing probably the hardest team of all uh, in the. In the three, in the three champions that sorry, in the in the Aldo's year that they have winning, this is probably the hardest thing they will have a face. So uh, let's see uh, what will happen tomorrow. I think uh, Perugia already is there. Uh, they they fly like uh, on Monday, and they have practice today, and they will face tomorrow uh, JW for the. For the first match, I think it will be a 3-1 for uh, Perugia, especially because Perugia, <laughs> uh, above all, isn't a hard team to beat at least, at least one set. They have been proven that they are not a regular team that can give you like 3-0 straight from the from the from the um, from the bench. I mean. They, of course, they they get the wins, but they don't get that easy matches. So, uh, yeah, I think three one is a is a good result. On on the other hand, I think uh, this series is very very close. Halban doesn't have anything to lose. They have been giving Nimir like rest in the Turkish league and preparing him for this uh, moment. Uh, they also have Jeske, who cannot play in Turkish uh, league because of the foreign uh, restrictment restriction. Sorry, but uh, let's see. Let let's see what happens. Jabreski is already qualified for the playoff in in Polish uh, plus Liga. Uh, they didn't play like uh, very very focused this this weekend, but it it was uh, like easy for them to overcome their rival. So let's see what happens. Yep, and this could be the the very first uh, Polish uh, final. However, it, I I watched I watched Trento against uh, against Zaks uh, both matches uh, most of the time, and I would say that Zaks didn't look that compact as a team as the two previous uh, seasons. However, they were able to, to beat Trento, but Trento is not that, uh, not that uh, confident in their performance as before, even 
comparing to the last season. So I would say that it's more about how Perugia will play than about how Zaxa will play. Perugia is the favorite, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't strike off Zaxa because a lot of people did it in the last two years. And so they weren't uh, disappointed at the end, including a friend, a, fr- a friend of mine who uh, betted uh, on uh, on uh, on Trento in the last uh, on the last final, and then asked me how that happened for the Polish team to win. And I said, "And for me, they were the favorites. So you should you should have asked." Uh, when it comes to the second uh, uh, semi-final between Halbank and uh, JW from Poland. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit hard to to uh, to predict for me because uh, Hagbank has a big home advantage, I would say. Okay, Jazebski, I believe they are the, the more um, complex team in terms of uh, not having one opposite that is doing pretty much not every okay not everything but most of the things uh however this home advantage for for Hong Bank uh, could potentially lead to a golden set in uh, 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 who, who, who is who is a who, who has the home advantage in the uh, who is the hosting the first game because I, I honestly I uh, I think so, how Bank is the home in the first games uh yeah how bank has uh, has the is 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 the host in the first game even though uh, in a golden set in the second match anything can happen and if uh how bank is able to to win 3-0-3-1 most probably um more probably in the in the in the first match everything can happen however uh Jezebski are the are the clear favorite let's go to the women uh, because in the women we have three Turkish team teams in the in the in the semis. Uh, uh, Bank, Fenerbahce will play one against each other. Exajubashu, uh, I believe, uh, should be um, pronounced uh, uh, the team of Tiana Boskovic uh, from Istanbul. Also, uh, will play the only team from Italy being in the semis, and this team is not Koneliano. That's probably the biggest shock of all because Cuneliano lost to Fenerbahce. Uh, well, I give I give it to you because uh, you you know something something <laughs> about Fenerbahce, I believe. Uh, well, Jeff, uh, they um, Fenerbahce have changed since they get uh, like Mel- Melissa Varga from the Chinese league, uh, and now they have they they form a trio with Ana Cristina from Brazil and Alina Fedorovsova from Russia. Uh, what I call the Fener Angels, you know, uh, like like that movie, and of course they have uh, Macris, who which a uh, very good setter, experienced one, and I think he, no, sorry, Macris Carneiro, who is a very uh, experienced uh, setter uh, in the in this uh, in this team of Fenerbahce, will uh, that with with that they have been. Capable of beating like Exashivasi and uh, uh, Bakif Bank in in their league, so I think 
they will be a contender in this semifinal, even though Bakif have more experience in this uh, type of competition. Let's see what's uh, what's going on. It will it will be uh, a derby because both teams are in, uh, in in Istanbul, and I think they they consider more uh, Fenerbahce versus Bakif Bank a derby than Sashivasi versus Bakif Bank. So. Uh, that, 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 let's see what happens, but I think a surprise can come in and Fenerbahce can take the series and be in the finals. On the other hand, you have uh, Igor Gorgonzola Novara versus Exa Shivasi. Uh, I think this is more uh, open for Exa Shivasi and they will win two games. I don't think um, Ebra Karakul will be enough to stop. Uh, uh, Tiana Boscovic and company, uh, but everything can happen. But I think, and I still think that it will be a uh, two, two, two games for uh, for Bitra. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't dare to to predict anything about Vakov Bank and Fenerbahce. In principle, Vakov Bank looks the favorite, but. Uh, I'm not sure that is that is the case this time, totally. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, the, the Turkish team, Exogibashu, I believe, uh, will prevail against Novara. And lastly, in our podcast, we're going to talk about the Olympics that are yes. behind the corner, behind the corner uh, in Paris, 2024, a year and a half, even uh, even um, even less than an year and a half uh, to the Olympics uh, in Paris. Uh, uh, let's hope uh, that uh, our both national teams will be there uh, at least uh, at least in one of the two uh, men or women. But let's see to the what is going to happen in the quarterfinals. Uh, Qualifiers, qualifiers, qualifiers. is between a quarter final and a qualifier. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, firstly, with the men, uh, we have uh, uh, Pool A, which will be played in Brazil, Pool B, which will be played in Japan, and Pool C, which will be played in China. The first two from each pool will qualify for the Olympics directly to join France as the host and for the other five five right yeah places will be uh will be um, divided in uh, in other tournaments uh, and the, the, the teams who, that will qualify for these tournaments will be uh will be uh, chosen according to the to the world rankings right yeah i, I think uh yeah um we have to mention that the sonal or the, um, the yeah the the sonal qualifier are are abolished. They will not be like an Orseca and a CBB uh, sorry qualifier and Africa and etc. Uh, after this uh, qualifier, uh, international qualifier, uh, the next five teams will be chosen via ranking or ranking. And uh, the ranking will will close after 
the regular phase of the 2024 BNL. So uh, they will not count uh, the playoff of the BNL, just the regular, uh, the regular 20, phase. 24, 23. No, 2024. Uh, 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, uh, of course, 24, because, yeah. So the teams will have, uh, well, the teams that participate in the VNL, we have two two VNLs plus the European Championship. In your case, mine is Norseca. And, yeah, and other tournaments like this qualifier to get uh, the enough points to be in a good position in the world ranking, so, so course, there won't be the, 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 there won't be any tournament, tournament. More. after that. No, yeah, no. yeah. I, that, that's that's the point I, I I would like to make because I, I wasn't sure about it. So so the other five teams will be will be uh, will qualify according to the rankings. In, yeah, in between the teams that haven't qualified uh, so far. Yes, with with the exception of. If any, uh, like, um, uh, let's see, uh, I I don't know the word in, in uh, uh, oh, of, of, of course, sorry. If any continent doesn't have already a qualifying team, uh, um, a place of that five will be uh, given to that con uh, continent. So, for example, and this in and this will happen. If Africa doesn't have any quali qualifying team yet, one of those five spots will be given to them. The so, last, the last, the last spot will will not be for the for, for the, the best place team. team. It will be for an African team. Yeah. Yeah. For the first, for the first, the, for the best African team in the rankings. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Which uh, is, by the way, by the way, this is this is very probable. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> why, why you do you think that in this pool B is Egypt and Tunisia both in the same group? <laughs> like the, uh, they they will lose with with uh, anyone, but this game in particular, there will be five. Like it it, it will be uh, like an Olympic final or worst for that for those teams. So uh, yeah, because any any of those teams can give. An advantage over the other, so uh, I, I expect that the African Championship this year uh, will be uh, hardly hardly fi uh, fight for for those two. They also will get the chance to participate in the Challenger Cup. I don't know if 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 it will be Egypt or Tunis, but you know. Uh, one of those teams will be participate in that competition by FIBB. Still, but that I think that for those teams that cannot uh, participate in a first uh, level competition, there is the need to create something like level two of uh, BNL or something. Of course, they cannot give the same amount of points that they give in the in the first division of BNL, but uh, yeah, I think because something like the golden, like the golden league in uh, in Europe, something like that. Is, uh, well, uh, the golden league doesn't give too many points. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's very it, it, uh, it's very low in the 
Yeah. yeah, but but it's an opportunity to those European teams that doesn't have the level or their federation doesn't care about being in the BNL, like for example, Belgium, who who I think is a national team that should have been in VNL years ago, like the women's section, uh, but doesn't care, doesn't really care. Uh, yeah, that's an opportunity to them to play at least five or six games per year so uh like ukraine for example they 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 play in the european uh, uh league uh sorry in the in the golden league um of course they will have their chances in this olympic qualifier so let's discuss briefly one of these okay teams. let's 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 go let's go then pool by pool in yeah. the first pool okay let's start with me in the first pool I believe that here is the only pool that we have two very clear favorites in uh, Brazil and Italy. Okay, we have Iran and Cuba, but I don't think your team and Iran can contest Brazil and Italy. Yeah, I I don't think that is a 100% statement because, as you know, doesn't matter if Brazil is playing in Brazil, uh, history has proven that the worst results of Brazil has been in their home soil. For example, 2002 World League, they lose the final versus Russia. 2008, they lose the semifinal versus United States. 2015, I don't remember what, uh, who they lost to, but France won the her first uh, World, uh, World League. And the last one was in 2017, the last World League that was played and they lost the final versus France. So this is a team, of course, I will not forget the Rio gold, but that was an isolated result. And if you look the pool, the pool phase, Brazil didn't have a good time there. So they have to qualify in the, in the, last, in the last game versus France. And it was a close match. So I think in the current state of this Brazil national team, everything can happen. You have players like with almost 25, 35 years old. Um, you don't see any young uh, start coming up from them. Uh, of course, they have that mindset of winning everything with the national team. But I don't think they will have a good time in this in this qualification tournament and then you have Italy of course Italy is the reigning world champion but Italy will come from an busy and demanding European championship so at that uh, stage of the season winning or lose a game can make the difference and you know this is a tournament that is a round robin tournament you don't have semifinals, you don't have finals, you don't have quarterfinals. So uh, you just play and whatever the result is, you will get that. So that's why I think everything can happen in this pool. I don't rule out Cuba or Iran. Maybe Cuba can win versus Brazil, but can lose versus Iran the day after. So yeah, it will be a close, close, close uh, Olympic qualifier. Okay, let's start with let's start with you in pool B. Well, I think uh, Japan and USA in paper are the favorites, but but because this can be the last chance of men's like Podrashani, 
or Kovacevic or uh, many guys in Serbian national team, maybe they will put and make the effort to qualify at this event. Of course, you cannot rule, uh, rule out Slovenia because they have a very promising team and experienced team, of course. Uh, this can be, of course, the last chance for players like Urnaut, uh, the middle blockers, Dejan Vinci and company to be in our Olympic Games. Uh, Slovenia has been growing since 2012 when they were the finalists in uh, European Championship. I, I don't remember, it was 2012 or 2013. I think it was 13, so. Uh, but yeah. Uh, let's, uh, yeah. Uh, let, let's see what happened. Uh, for me, this is the most balanced group because of, war, of one of the balance, because I think uh, you have the Battle of Africa in one side, And then you have Turkey wanting to prove something because, as you know, uh, Alberto Giuliani will be the coach of this Turkish team in the in this season, starting this season. Uh, and they aim to win the Challenge Cup and be at the VNL ne next year. So, uh, yeah, um, it will be close. But I think USA, of course, is the favorite to win it. And Japan, in Japan, is another team. You know, they, they can... Over, overcome that deficit, that uh, physical deficit, and can beat anyone. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, for me, the favorites, of course, USA and Japan. For me, the clear favorite is the USA team. Uh, of course, probably Japan is next. However, I believe that in between Japan, Slovenia and Serbia will have the second team qualified Yeah. But Ser Serbia is is probably in their lowest point since a lot of time. Uh, Slovenia is aging pretty pretty well, I believe. Uh, okay, they they had their uh, 2015 second place, 2019 second place, 2021 second place, all in the in the Euros, but. I'm not sure they they were able. But the problem here is that they will they will need to play uh, seven matches in how many days? Nine, ten days, something. Uh, like yeah, uh, seven matches in nine days, and Four they will give in nine days. In, and they and they will give uh, they, they will give them um, a days a day off. So any every everything will be will have a day off. Of course, if your day off will be. Uh, no, sorry. Um, Two days. The, no, no, sorry. All the teams will get uh, the same day off because it's uh, eight teams. You have four games per day, so yeah. uh, every every team will get a day off, and it will be the same for all. I think after the third or fourth game, they will have to get a break. This is insane. Oh, by the way, uh, nobody has discussing this matter, but I think this is, like, very bad for the players. Uh, I think uh, seven games in nine days or whatever, uh, plus the travel, plus the the practices, uh, I mean, very, very bad choice by the FIBB. The, if, I, the... if, I, if, I, if I'm allowed to say it, it's a very, very bad uh, choice. Yeah. The, the problem here for some teams 
including Slovenia and Serbia, are the the substitutes because when you need to when you need to play that many matches in that short period of time, you need substitutes. I don't think Slovenia do have it with the, the pure exception of uh, Moji Churnout and Chebu, for example. Uh, they don't have a, a real substitute of uh, Tom Chichter. Do you have do uh, have something like uh, Stern? Chiga, Chiga Stern, but Chiga Stern or, or I don't know Alan Schiet, but it's not on the same level. Okay, That's probably right. against against Tunisia or Egypt it will work, but would it work against Turkey? Uh, would it work against even Finland? I don't know. I, I believe that here we'll have. For example, Jap Japan can win against Slovenia. Slovenia can win against Serbia, and Serbia can win against Japan. So, and I would say that it's very probable that Turkey will win one of those matches against Japan, Slovenia, and Serbia. I would predict that. Uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, USA is the clear favorite, but uh, but uh, when it yeah, comes. Everyone, second. everyone, uh, sorry, everyone, even in Group A, will have to make like uh, a good management of their roster yeah. because you cannot play this tournament with the same six or seven guys the all the games. Of course, Cuba will need to choose uh, when or where put like guys like Simon or Lopez or Jant because uh, even even with germany and ukraine you cannot allow those teams to to beat you if you want to have a chance here so i don't know what is going to happen uh, and and the same goes to brazil brazil cannot uh, sorry if you see the brazil squad they really like to match in lucarelli and and leal for example and they after that don't have anything else to to go for Italy, well, Italy can, uh, even if the second squad managed to play well, because they play a different uh, volleyball, but they will need uh, to make adjustments because they will come from, from the European Championship. So uh, let's see what the Georgie will uh, do. But uh, yeah, uh, will be a, a even harder World Cup if... if uh, If Bulgaria played at some point in the World Cup, I, I, I believe they did in 2007. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. It is a very short, uh, was a short uh, event and, uh, and too, too many games. Even with, uh, when, with, with teams, you cannot uh, uh, go with a full bench because you can risk to lose that game and, you know, all your work will be for nothing but you know like uh, bulgaria had a nice experience they qualify for beijing in that uh, world cup so uh yeah but let, let let's see what happened um yeah the group c the, the group c, <laughs> i would make this transition to group c because only italy and poland i believe they they have this very long bench uh especially Poland, but also Italy. Uh, and in Pool C, I would say, is even more bloody uh, than in Pool B, because in Pool B we have Japan, Slovenia and Serbia as the second uh, favorite team. 
in pool C, Poland will qualify. And if Poland didn't qualify, that will be the biggest shock of all, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> but, but with the pure exception of, of Poland and probably Mexico, okay, maybe also Belgium, all of the other teams have their chances. And I would say that uh, if, for example, in I, I would say that in Pool A, five wins will, will be enough for second place. It's not that impossible that in Pool C, for example, four wins will be will be uh, yeah. enough. Because let's 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 say it in this way. Uh, for example, Bulgaria is sucks. I I'm not happy to say that, but but it's true uh, lately. But we beat Netherlands wherever we face them, in the Olympic qualifier, in a in a VNL. Uh, one or two times, I'm not sure. Uh, even with with our uh, uh, substitutes, we beat them. With against Nimir, we beat them. Uh, see, still, we have problems. We always have problems with Argentina due to their technical style. But the Netherlands doesn't have them. They beat Argentina. I believe in the in the last VNL they beat them. So we have. This uh, this very strange situation. Canada is also in the mix. China is getting better, and China will be a host that that should be taken into account. So uh, it's it's very hard to, to 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 predict. Probably Argentina is the easier answer, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, bet on it. Yeah, I think I think um, Bulgaria has um, a lot of margin uh, from BNL to to European Championship and then this tournament to make a strategy and see how can they become relevant enough to say that they have a shot first of all because right now they are not even a team that you can say okay i i can trust them because they 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 don't when i see bulgaria and a national team i see a group of good players some uh, some players better than others but they don't play like a team they just push to their side and hope for the best and you cannot win like that you know because i don't think that Mexico is better than Bulgaria. And I don't think that defeat in the World Championship means something. The only thing that happened in the World Championship is that Bulgaria didn't want to play because they were tired of losing and bad results and they don't want to be even there, you know. So I think this year of rest, of... Um, like getting a new coach, which is Plamen, which is someone that they know, and see how good is uh, uh, how good in shape is Sokolov, because it will be very important. Uh, yeah, and in addition to that, Nikolov. I think that Nikolov was the player that Bulgaria needed. They needed like. 
four or five years ago. Unfortunately, Nicolo is only 12, uh, 12 or 19 years ago, uh, 19 years old, and he will take to and he will have to get enough responsibility to lead this team to this kind of result, which is no other than beat Netherlands, Argentina, and Canada. I don't think, of course, Poland is out of the question. And China, maybe they can win a set against Bulgaria if Bulgaria allows that. But I think Bulgaria has pretty much chances to qualify like Netherlands or Argentina. I know for a fact that the Checo will not be playing in BNL. Also Conte. Those two guys I like. Uh, I uh, like they they have enough on national team, but maybe because they get this pool, they will seek the opportunity to be in another Olympic Games. So I don't know if they will decide to play this tournament, but if they play, it will be very hard to anyone beat Argentina with those two players. Uh, uh, even for Netherlands. So let, let's see what happened. Um, do you think now, this is a question, do you think that with Plum and Constantino something changed? It's it's very hard to, to say because for the first period of Plum and I would say the following, I believe he's very, um, very appropriate coach, suitable coach for for Russian teams because the mindset of Plum and Konstantinov is, is, is this very disciplinary mindset that I am the boss, I uh, you need to, to do whatever I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the... Even, even if it's a, a little bit too harsh to the players, which is the, tup- the typical Russian or old uh, b- on this side of the Iron Curtain... Uh, mindset uh and I, I i'm not sure if this is working now in bulgaria and uh, and uh, in in the other countries the on the west part uh, let's say it in this way but let's firstly i it would be very interesting for me to to see if he will change a little bit this because i believe he need to 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 adapt it and this is the first question mark for me uh secondly when it comes to the team and their chances i would say that the the, the bench will be the biggest problem because probably okay we we can we can um, make some of a good team uh mm-hmm. with with alex with uh, Tsetso, Sokov, uh, uh martina tanasov but we don't we don't have the bench and this is for sure we don't have it uh and if we, even we have some players Playing before aging like uh, Georgi Bratov or Nikolai Nikov or even Teodor Sopov as the libero, uh, they won't be able to to play uh, seven seven games in in nine uh, in, in nine days. Uh, and so the, another important point is that Todos Krimov won't be playing in the VNL almost for sure. I would say, and the question mark if he's going to be back for the for the uh, European Championship and for the and for the um, uh, well, uh, I think first of all, I think I think uh, like Penchev, the 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 oldest one, New, was, she needs to be in the team for sure. That that's my that yeah, I I, I, yeah. I repeat that a lot of times. Nik- Nikolai Penchev, 
he he said it like I don't know why I was ruled out of the national team. I think he had beef with uh, with 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 the Italian coach. I don't remember his name. Uh, uh, I have I think he had coach with Silvano, and then the other Bulgarian dude didn't think about him. So there 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 was something in there because of course uh Nicolo cannot win alone that's out of the question and the rest is see who is who who will be of course the the other oxide hitter maybe Asparuhov but if is Asparuhov you don't have reception you don't have like uh, like nothing there so uh let's let's see but Bulgaria have a very busy will be will be very busy this uh this uh this summer that that's for sure <laughs> okay i believe that was enough for the men let's go to the women of course okay here <laughs> i believe also pretty pretty hard to do uh in some of the uh some of the pools uh, but let's start with pool a what do you think? Well, uh, unlike men, women volleyball uh, isn't too um, isn't too close to the the levels. I mean, in men you have like six, seven, maybe eight national teams that can perform well. In men, you, in women you have like three, four, maybe five at the best. So, for example, in pool A, China, Serbia. Are the main favorites? That's not a doubt. There, there, there is not like even something that can happen. Maybe uh, Tijana Boskovi have a bad day and she broke a leg. Something uh, hopes uh, God hopes no. But you know, but if that doesn't happen, I think China and Serbia are the main favorites to qualify for the Olympics. Dominican Republic is a team that. It always been there, but at the same time, don't. So uh, <laughs> I don't think they will have the strength to 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 challenge China or Serbia. Same case goes to Netherlands, which uh, have a new coach, but that doesn't be enough to to put a, a a decent team to challenge China and Serbia. Of course, China playing in their home soil, and Su Ting is back with the team. So. That's not like I cannot even uh, tell or discuss uh, this because it is very clear that uh, um, that what's gonna happen in this pool. Then you have Canada, which is a emerging nation in women volleyball. They will use this uh, championship to to uh, continue developing the sports in that nation. Good for them. That you have Czechia, Mexico, and Ukraine. Those three are like the thanks for participate teams. So uh, I don't think any of those three have a chance besides of, of course, participate and getting uh, this experience. By the way, by the way, uh, I just uh, I just fixed here that uh, there's not even one African team here. Hmm. In between the twenty-four, 
<laughs> which means that the best African team outside of the 24 will qualify for sure to the to the Olympics, right? Yeah. Probably will be Kenya. Kenya, yeah. That's yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say if this is uh, right or not, but uh, just a fact. Uh, okay, the, the, the second pool B? Yeah, pool B, of course, you have three candidates. Japan, playing in Japan. Brazil, of course, the reigning silver medalist in World Championship. And Turkey this year with Melissa Varga playing for them. This will be a huge, a huge uh, upgrade to the Santarelli team, which, of course, is the new coach. We forgot to mention that. Uh, they, they switched. They swapped with... Uh, yeah, Gidetti will be uh, coaching uh, Serbia, of course. And then you have Santarelli coaching the Turkey team. With Melissa Vargas, will be a huge improvement over uh, Ebra Karakurt, I believe, uh, both in serve and spiking. And of course, I think uh, Melissa is taller than Karakur. So uh, in blocking, maybe uh, she will uh, have a, a good impact. I don't know uh, how the players will embrace the, the fact that Vargas will be on their team because you know how, how people can be, how awful people can be. So... Uh, I know that Karakur is like the the child of the team, but now with Vargas coming, and I think Vargas will have more time to play in that team, this can be a problem, you know. Uh, of course, uh, you have like Eda Erden, which is an, an experienced uh, player of Turkey. He's the teammate of Vargas. She will have, of course, uh, his, uh, her transition to... To the team, but let's wait and see how how the pieces work to the, together. Of course, this doesn't take the fact that Turkey' lowest points are the oxide heaters. They don't have any stars in that position, and you know, in these uh, times in volleyball, having a, a good player in that position means like uh, I I will not say. 50, 50%, but like huge chances to win the game. So, uh, uh, they, of course, they have uh, opposite, they have decent setter, let's say it's not that bad, and they have good middle blockers in in, uh, in Eda Erden and Serha Gunesh. But the other positions, I don't, I don't know so much. Then you have Japan playing Japan with Sarina Kova trying to be in the Olympics. I think. For Japan, if they don't make it here, they can make it be a world ranking. It will it will not be a problem, you know. So uh, yeah, and Brazil, of course, the second place in the rankings uh, is this, it is the same thing. I think Brazil have enough to qualify for Paris, even if they don't make it here. Which of course I think they 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 will make it uh, uh, in this tournament. I think Brazil is a favorite to win it, so uh, let's see and, and, and wait. Of course, you have Belgium with Brit Herbost out of the of the of the VNL this year. Croatia won the spot. Croatia is not here, so you you can see how how funny is this situation. Croatia team 
that doesn't play here is in the BNL. Uh, and of course, Bulgaria uh, still, uh, I mean, Bulgaria is a team like Canada. They recently uh, put the effort to become better, uh, like promoting the women in, in these sports. Uh, and last year they have been really, really decent in European Championship. But, you know, it's not enough yet to challenge Japan, Brazil, and Turkey. So uh, we, are, we are very, we are very far. And uh, the problem is that a lot of a lot of players are not playing for the team. And uh, okay, they are a little bit changing when it comes to when it comes to women's volleyball. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not that clear the situation why some of them are not playing, uh, etc. So uh, the the most we can get here is a, is a fourth place. Mm, uh, yeah, uh, and then you have, of course, Puerto Rico, Argentina, and Peru, three teams that speak Spanish, and three teams that only will get the consolation of participating in this event. Uh, I think Argentina, Peru, and Puerto Rico are teams that doesn't have anything to do uh, in this cycle so they can forget about qualifying for Paris. Uh, maybe the next, the next, uh, the next year when, uh, when, so, uh, sorry, the next Olympic when USA will be the, the host, maybe they, they can aim to qualify there. But for, for now, just participating in this event will be huge for those uh, teams. And then of course, after you, we'll see. Um, firstly, I was in the process, I was rethinking the idea of having these five teams qualifying only for the rankings. And I would say this is a pretty, pretty cool and good idea because that, that makes any, any match meaningful in yeah. the VNL 2023, in the, in the European championship or the other continental championship in the VNL 2024, because that that pretty much means that you need to play in every match and every match counts and this is very very good idea and um, and, and and you don't have teams like venezuela who did nothing to deserve to be in the olympics just yeah. win some someone that of, again doesn't deserve nothing to be uh, like chile participating in the in the olympic games and that's something that was discussed in the previous edition like always the European teams were like uh, uh, were frustrating about this because you know for not for no way it's a circuit that European teams are the best right now playing the sports. Um, you know the, you have uh, good teams in in America like USA of course and you have Brazil, you have Argentina, Canada, Cuba, etc but it is in Europe, the the most com uh, the most uh, high high quality level teams so uh yeah it, it was like a shame to see i don't know slovenia getting ahead of france to set by none and then they lose and then venezuela who has been nothing in the last four like four no like 12 20 years qualifying for the olympics that's what's really bad. So um, 
For that reason, the ranking will become a huge part of the process of qualification. Of course, there is still some uh, issues to address. For example, if the ranking is one of the via to qualify for the Olympics, you have to give the chance to everything. It doesn't matter if they are weak or not, to at least get some points to the to the to the rankings and how do you do that by creating tournaments that allows that you know so uh, for example in Norseca we have something that is called Pan American Cup Pan American Cup is a competition of course no one sends their base team unless they don't have anything on BNL or uh, I don't know important tournaments and that competition gives you at least three, four, like 10 points. It is good in this way to have at least one competition outside the VNL to give you something. Because again, it's not fair for those teams like don't make it to the VNL. For example, in the men, Turkey. They don't qualify last year because we beat them, but they deserve to be in the VNL and not China. China is only there because, you know, yeah, uh, money reasons, uh, but in money, the money talks, merit works, something <laughs> like that. But uh, of course, Qatar, like Qatar, doesn't like they they don't even have players that born in Qatar playing for them. Maybe they 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 have one or two, but the rest are like Serbians or something, and of the uh, some people of the Balkans and Brazilians. So you know. Uh, and there are chances that they want to like uh, ask the organization of a world championship there. Can can you imagine that? Like, and of course, FIV, FIV will 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 grant this because they have money to do so. So, but it's not the it's not the current uh, approach. Let's talk about Pussy. Pussy uh, for me, the favorites are Italy and the USA. Very, very clear. I don't think Poland can get over them. Well, if USA take this tournament like they took the World Championship, I don't know. Because after the gold in uh, in Tokyo, Tokyo, they lost some, some stars. They lost some players. And they didn't look uh, that good as before. So um, let's see what happened. But uh, it will be very, very tough to USA to win this uh, win this tournament. I I think they can do it, but let's wait and see. Because Poland proved last year in World Championship that they were ready. And they were ready to make that jump, especially with Wolosh and Stisiak play for the team. Uh, that has been a good improvement. So yeah, let's let's wait and see. Okay, let's wrap it up because we are for almost uh, an hour and a half. Yeah, we talked about the Italian playoffs, the quarterfinals. We talked about the Champions League, both men and women. We talked about the Olympic qualifiers very extensively, both men and women. So I believe that 
we can do our next podcast after the end of the quarterfinals in Italy. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, that, that means after, after the after the after, <laughs> after the semifinals of Champions League. I I don't yeah. know. Yeah, probably probably we uh it, it could depend because for example all, all semi all quarterfinals in Italy can end on, on this Sunday, but we can also uh, ask uh, wait for actually for the for the second uh, semis uh, semi-final matches in the in the Champions League and do it after that, after that. And you didn't talk about Posto Cinque, <laughs> Quinto Posto <laughs> playoff, who has been like crazy. I, I, I mean, why do we need a five five uh, place uh, playoff? Like teams really doesn't give a damn. Doesn't give a damn. I mean, I saw Padova beating like Cisterna 3-0 in their home. Like that doesn't happen in regular season. Some players, as you know, want to get a, a summer vacation already, and don't play at the at their best. So uh, that's something crazy that has to be talking in the, <laughs> yeah. in, in in another moment. But for now, thank you very much, Bogdan, for having me. Let's wait that thank Nicola. <laughs> let's expect that Nicola will be here next time. And um, yeah, yeah, we can. You. We 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 will try to schedule it in a way that uh, allows Nicola to to join. Okay. Okay. Bye bye, guys. Thank you for watching or listening. Uh, and uh, until the next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ciao, ciao.